enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast, episode 17. The seasons come to an end. I am your host, Katie. On this episode, we discuss the season finale from the se- from the shows we like. Join, joining me on the panel from the Temple of Geek are Daniel and Vince. What up? Hello. Hi. So today we're going to discuss some of the shows that we really like and their season finales that just recently happened. So let's start with the show I actually don't watch, which is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but Daniel and Vince do watch it. So. So, like, you're missing, like, a great part of the Marvel Universe if, you know, not watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. I know. I will watch it, I promise. So what I mean, Vince, Vince, you watch it, right? Mm-hmm. Would you not agree that the show is like excellent? Yes, I don't. I don't understand why people give it so much flack just because it's, it's because of the first season. Well, I know it's the first couple of episodes of the first season. Everything I would say after like episode six, uh, everything starts to pick up, but it really like comes into its own once we get to the Winter Soldier episode, and then that's where you really feel like it ties into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's so much going on in the show, especially in this year's season finale. So uh, this this season, we got introduced to basically the Inhumans, and um, the, the season finale is, was the, the wrap-up of that, just kind of like what happened with this this branch or this, this island of the, the Inhumans and uh, Sky's secret identity, um, kind of wrapped up Ward's uh, story for the season. It just it, it kind of tied everything up and 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 basically put it in a pretty little bow for next season. Um, there's now a bigger version of Shield. Um, Coulson's still in charge. Yeah. I guess uh, I guess uh, Fury's still kind of running it in the background. Then would would you not agree? Right. I mean, like if you've seen Age of Ultron, you know that Fury is still very much active. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Sorry, spoilers for those who haven't seen it. <clears throat> that was kind of also kind of funny in the uh, episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. where he's like, spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> right, but, like, you, you, Fury is very much still the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. regardless of what happened with Coulson. Um so we technically have two different versions of S.H.I.E.L.D. running right now. We have the the Coulson's version of S.H.I.E.L.D., and then we have what uh, Martinez, I believe that was his name, the who was played by Edward Dooms almost this season. Is, is that what his That's, name was? Martinez? or You know, he was very a non-memorable character from I can't remember his name. <laughs> right, but uh, in that... In the episode before the finale and this episode, you saw that Coulson actually made a new board of S.H.I.E.L.D. where he doesn't, like, act as the overall, quote-unquote, dictator of it. He actually has a board that helps him make the decisions, kind of like what we saw in the first Avengers with Nick Fury. And then also in, what is it, uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier 2, where they had all those people. Right. Who are all dead now, apparently. Except for the old woman. Oh, too. yeah, that Black Widow was <laughs> pretending to be. So what do you think about, like, Ward uh, capturing Bobby and, like, basically beating the crap out of her, torturing her the way he did? Um, I didn't want to go that way. Um, 
time out. I'm trying to think of how I want to work this. Because I'm trying not to stay on this too long because I know Katie hasn't been on this episode. Fine. That's why, like, it was good that there's more than one that n- watched this so you guys can discuss. And we can all talk Arrow and Slash. All right. Okay, I'm getting ready to pick back up. Here we go. Uh, let's work backwards on this episode. So the the show ended, basically, with the, the team back together. Um, and we get... Uh, Fitzsimmons, they're they're finally starting to like each other uh, again, and they uh, Fitz finally asks Simmons out on a date. He walks out of the room, and at the very end, the stone sucks her in. What do you think the stone is? No idea. No freaking clue. So do you think she's going to be... I mean, obviously she comes back for season three, but do you think she's going to be changed in some way? Do you think there's going to be more of this alien storyline? Honestly, I, I am completely in the dark about what could possibly happen with Simmons after. Um, but somebody did point out to me that at the very end, it kind of looks like that Fitz purposely opened the case. Huh. To kind of get back at her for what she did to Sky. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I couldn't possibly think of any kind of reason why he would, like, retaliate against her. Unless Fitz himself is kind of a, I don't know, um undercover for something else that we don't know about yet. And then also the ending, it kind of showed like what I would like to call the the, the uh, inhuman juice being put into bottles and stuff at the end. Didn't that kind of give you like a, an Incredible Hulk type of vibe? You're talking about like the whole blood and... <laughs> yeah, the Hulk's blood being dispersed out in the soda, like in the Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. And, then in this, and then in the ending of the series, they had that ship that was leaking all the... Uh, the the gas or the the Terrigen mist into the water and it took the water in and it started bottling all the water and the water was being sold. I was like, okay, that's kind of interesting. Well, I think I think all of this is a big tie-in for Civil War because the way the Terrigen crystals work, um, if you're if you're a descendant of like the Inhuman, the Kree experiments, you're going to be changed, and if not, you're going to pretty much die. So we're going to get a lot of people who gain these powers but want to keep it a secret. So I think that's how uh, this whole Superhero Registration Act is going to play out. Uh, Towards the end of the series, we had uh, uh, or at the end of the episode, we had kind of basically like uh, Asian Colton Asian (laughs) Colton We had uh, Asian Asian, Asian, Asian who? Here we go. And see. Uh, at the, and see. Here we go. At the end of the episode, we had uh, Phil Coulson's new team. Uh, pretty much looks like it's going to be Hunter, Bobby, um, Fitz, possibly Simmons if she ever comes back. And then they have new powered people. It looks like they're going to be, this new season's going to be concentrating on the, the powers, the super power people. Uh, Sky's joining the team, and I can't think of the guy's name right now. The electric guy. What's his name? Uh, Lincoln? Yeah, Lincoln. It looks like he's going to be joining the team. So, do you think next season's going to be kind of focusing on superpowers? Um, one of the things that uh, Sky mentioned that kind of got me excited was the whole thought of secret identities. Um, so I'm kind of wondering if next season is going to kind of focus on characters and costume with secret identities, and it kind of brings in the whole Spider-Man aspect of the Marvel universe. What are your thoughts? Uh, I don't. I I doubt they're going to put Spider-Man in Agents of Shield. 
Yeah, I don't think he'll be an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I think the whole setup of the secret identity, because we haven't had that in the Marvel Universe. Everybody knows who the hell Thor is, who Tony Stark is, who Captain America is, so there really hasn't been a need for secret identities. Right. I think, I, well, I mean, Daredevil is pretty much the first to introduce the whole secret identity thing into the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because we could have had it with Iron Man, but Tony Stark being the diva that he is... Uh, <laughs> You know, I am Iron Man. Like, all right, way to be subtle. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I I do agree that it may be a little too late because Civil War comes out next year. Um. But I have faith in Marvel and what they're going to do because mm-hmm. I mean we still technically have a few more things to happen before Civil War. Uh, we have Ant-Man that comes out in or July, and then we have A.K.A. Jessica Jones coming out in November. So uh, a lot of that could help tie into what – oh, well, I mean, and then Agent, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. will start – Starts back up. Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like they have a plan, and – it's going to work out. Awesome. And now you can say, we beat this horse to death, so let's move on. Okay. <laughs> so, let's move on to a show I actually watch. Um, let's talk about Arrow and its season finale. I, you mean Batman. Batman. Um, so there's been quite a lot of people who don't like it, who did like it, who, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about the finale. I don't know. Well, when Batman began... It is not Batman. I feel like we're on kind of this downward spiral since the mid-season finale. I feel like that was like a high point for the show. And then as we got closer and closer to the finale, things got weird, I guess, with the whole uh, Rod storyline. You could say that. It, it was like, it was like uh, Arrow Season 2 struck a really, really, really high note with, with the whole uh, Deathstroke storyline. I yeah. mean... You had Deathstroke, you had this antagonist throughout the entire season. Mm-hmm. Deathstroke wasn't really a Batman villain. He's kind of a DC Universe villain. He jumps around to different, you know, he's he mainly fights, what, the Teen Titans, Vince, would you right. agree? Yeah, his first appearance was in Teen Titans, so. So, I mean, he's not really a Batman villain. He's more of a DC Universe villain. He just he doesn't really have a, a hero that he concentrates on. Uh, concentrates on. Yeah. Um, so it was, it, was, it was kind of refreshing to see a non-Batman villain, and it was... It was really awesome to see. Mm-hmm. Then season three came out, and we were like, "Whoa, Sarah dies at the beginning. Whoa, there's uh, there's Black Cat training the new Canary, and we see all these cool things." Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Rachel Gould comes in. Yeah, I mean, he seemed like a cool guy, like at the beginning, and I was wondering where the storyline was going to go, and then. Um, I don't know. I just like we all thought that Oliver died, but he didn't die, and then he comes back, and then all of a sudden that whole prophecy thing with you know the person who doesn't die by the sword of Rachel Ghoul shall become Rachel Ghoul, and then that overtook the entire second half of the season with like Laurel becoming on her way to becoming the Black Canary, which was great, but then I don't know. I just didn't. I did not like the second half of the show. Well, what was really sad for me um, is Laurel was a character I couldn't stand the first and second seasons. Yeah. This series, and then, you know, on top of that, they, they introduced a character by the name of Felicity Smoke, who was a freaking excellent character. I enjoyed her. I mean, she yeah. was a great character. But sadly, 
towards the end of this season, those two had flipped for me. I'm enjoying Laurel now, yeah. and I can't stand watching Felicity. Think, now, don't get me wrong. I hope they fix it yeah. next season. I mean, I'm pretty sure they will, yeah. but God, they turned her into a whiny little girl. Yeah, I didn't... And it was... I, I know how you feel. Like, I didn't like the... In the episode before the season finale, like, listening to Felicity go, well, that's not my Oliver, the whole my Oliver thing. Well, she so easily, like, everybody... What was it? Team Arrow so easily flipped from believing that there's no way that Oliver could become the person, become Al Shaheem or whatever, the heir to the demon. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, he's not the same person anymore. Oliver Queen is dead. He's yeah, they, this evil the, person the, now. The team just flipped on him like hardcore, and I don't believe they would do that in the show. Yeah. Um, and his team up with, Malcolm Merlin? I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, like... Completely unbelievable. Yeah. And how did you guys feel about the fact that at the very end, Malcolm Merlin became the new Ra's al Ghul? I thought it was a pretty good twist. Yeah, it was a cool twist. Is that going to remain permanent? I don't think so. I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, the demon will come back. Um, the The thing at the ending there, I think the reason why or what they're setting up with the whole Merlin thing is the return of Sarah. Yeah. I think that's part of their agreement is I think Merlin's going to bring Sarah back. I think he's going to do that with for um, not only just for Oliver, but for... um, Raish's daughter. For Nyssa. And I don't know. I just feel like like I can see why he did it. But at the same time, I feel like that was not a good move because Malcolm Merlin is power hungry. There's no way that he feels like that's going to be enough for him. And this whole, like, faux happy ending thing, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, him saying that he'll never be the Arrow again and leaving that behind? Well, I, I believe what they're setting up there is, is the return to Star or the return to Star City as the Green Arrow. Yes, yes. I think that's I mean, what well, it's going to become. What do you think, Vince? Yeah, I agree. Um, they, they already said that next season is going to be a lot lighter, and... I feel like it needs to go that way, mm-hmm. considering the the shared universe that they have with the Flash. The Flash is a completely colorful, vibrant beauty of a show, and mm-hmm. then we have Arrow, which is like dark, dark gritty. Yeah. And I I think honestly they went too dark. This they did. I feel like they went, and it was like it was it was just all of a sudden too, because it didn't feel progressive at all. It was just. Like, we started out on the light side, and then all of a sudden it was just like just somebody pushed, we got kicked off a, we got kicked off a cliff, basically, into the dark. I mean, and is anybody else sad that Roy Harper's not returning oh next season? Oh my god, yes. But I thought it was cool that Theo put on the costume. Dude, and she looked awesome, I feel like. She looked good in red. I'm really excited to see her become speedy. Yeah, I mean, it's cool that, you know, she's becoming that character, even though she's, you know... I've always, I'm, I'm a firm believer of following the source material, you know, as long as I follow the core of the story, uh-huh. not necessarily do they have to follow it to the, the T. Um, I know we'll see Arsenal probably again after he gets done filming his movies. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know. I was just, I, I liked the character, um, Roy Harper. Yeah. They, I, I felt that he was very underused. Yeah. I agree. And I, I, Thea, I'm, I'm happy to see her grow into, um, um, Speedy or Red Arrow, whatever she goes by. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I just she's kind of an annoying character to me too because she's always whining and crying. I, I think. But she's maybe better. that will change. 
maybe that will change. Yeah. Um, I guess they have to make these kids grow up somehow. And it is, I keep telling myself it is on CW. That's true. <laughs> so. Um, what did you guys think about um, how with John Diggle? Like, how did you guys feel about that? Because he just basically just up and walked out when Oliver said that he wasn't going to pick up the bow again, and that he was going to leave. And after everything, I mean, he did kidnap Diggle's wife and left his baby by, by all by herself. So do you think he'll be able to forgive him for all the stuff that he did while he was pretending to be the heir to the demon? I think he'll come back. Um, and he also did make mention or reference that he would probably come back in costume. Guardian. You think so? <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, um, as far as Diggle goes... He he's he's that fan favorite character that you really you really can't hate. Yeah. But I mean, and I, I understand where he's coming from, and I think he's he's going to forgive, but he will never forget. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I could either. Right. He did a That's, lot. So. Yeah. Diggle's been through a lot. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, he he does he deserves the, the spotlight. Do you think they'll do you think they'll give him an original character, make him into an original superhero? Because I mean he is now part of DC Universe. Well he's not he's not a superhero. I mean Yeah, but I mean do you think they'll make him some sort of mass vigilante and then carry that over? Because isn't he part of uh isn't he part of uh Suicide Squad in the comics now? I, I honestly haven't read the well, since they know. introduced him. That's a good question. I know that Diggle wasn't an actual character, right? He wasn't a character in the original comics. Right. Correct. Okay, so, like, they added him for the new Arrow, like, was it 2.5 or whatever, the new comic book series that they right. created based on mm-hmm. the show? So Yeah, so he was, yeah, he was introduced in the uh, Green Arrow, uh, what do you call it, New 52 series. Okay. It would be nice to see him grow into his own. I mean, I would love more background, so I'm looking forward to next season to get more of Diggle's backstory, like, to find out exactly why his brother was killed by Deadshot. Well, they already they already said that next season they're going to go more into like Hive and mm-hmm. uh, all all that aspect with Argus and mm-hmm. I feel like we are going to get more of his backstory. <clears throat> I also want to know who I know that they've been toying with the idea of Felicity's dad too, like introducing his her dad, like he could potentially be a villain. I think. Or am I completely off on that? No, I, I I heard that somewhere, but I forgot what that they said he would be. Yeah. Now, what they need to do somehow is make Felicity end up marrying uh, Firestorm's mother or father. What? So that way it falls. Because in the comic books, Firestorm's mother is Felicity uh, Smoke. Well, she's a completely different or character step, now. Stepmother. 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 That's I'm sorry. not going to happen. <laughs> It could. No, it's not. Stop it. Fa- father can marry a younger woman. <laughs> That's not going to happen. And they're practically the same age. <laughs> oh, joy. Okay. Speaking of Firestorm, let's move on to the best season finale, which would be The Flash. Okay, The Flash was freaking oh, amazing. Oh, my God. I can't even begin to try to discuss what happened on that show. So, so much happened on that show. Yes. Um, the first thing that I just want to kind of throw out there that I just kind of jumped out of my seat and was like so excited about was Jay Garrick's helmet. You're going to have to tell me what that is because I don't. Oh my God, Katie. I'm like the worst <laughs> ever. <sighs> 
please tell me. Oh that is my the gosh. First flash. Jay Garrett is so, the first flash. Thank you. Okay. So when he jumps out of that that vortex black hole thing. Okay. That metal helmet that came flying out with the wings on it. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. That was the very. That's from the DC comic universe. That's the very, very first Flash from the 1940s. That's his. That's his helmet. Sorry. And his name is Jay Garrett. Okay, I apologize um, for being awful. In DC comic books now, he's what he's called the Earth Two Flash. So Barry Allen is Earth One. Uh, Jay Garrick would be from Earth Two. Okay. So when I saw that, I was like, "Oh my God! Please let him come out of that vortex." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." Um, so many things happened in that episode. That was just such a great episode. Um, him going back in time and seeing his mother. That scene there where where future Barry was telling current Barry not to save her. He tells like he shakes his head. He looks right at him and shakes his head. No, don't do it. Like stay there. And he stays there. He stays and watches his, basically listens to his mother be killed. But he did, he did get to be there for her last moments, which I think was a really important moment for, for Barry. I cried. When he was, I, when I he did. was running through the speed force, did you happen to catch all the scenes? Yes. So we saw the, the statue of the Flash in front of the city hall. No, you know, that was the Flash Museum, bro. Oh, the Flash Museum. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and then we see, uh, what's her face? Is Killer Frost. Caitlin. Caitlin. Caitlin Snap. Um, what else was there? I'm trying to, like, have factory overload here. The Flash Museum, Caitlin. You see the, uh, the Legends of Tomorrow. You see Barry in jail. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you also see some, some flashbacks of, like, his father tucking him into bed. Um, the whole timeline. Right, because in the Speed Force, you see your your past, your present, and your possible future. Yeah, because if he were to um, change the past, then all of that stuff that happened in the future wouldn't occur. Right, which is pretty much what happened in the finale. I don't... See, this is what bothered me. Like, I loved it so much, but I was totally... Like, when Joe told him, like, you should do it. When he straight up was like, just do it. And I was like, hold on a second. Yeah, Joe is like supposed to be the voice of reason. I was like, wait, hold the phone. Because everything that, if Barry went back and stopped fake Wells from killing his mom, then everything that happened would not happen. Right. Joe wouldn't be his surrogate father. Um, They may or may not meet Caitlin and Cisco. Like, Caitlin may not marry Ronnie. Like, all of that stuff that happened would not happen. But they wouldn't know. Exactly. But I do understand... I I do understand Joe's point of view. Like, Barry had a chance to go back and grow up a normal life. Yeah. With his family. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, like, those, what, 15, 20 years that Barry spent growing up with Joe and Iris... Like, Joe hurt for Barry, because I I believe Joe, in his heart, really believed that Barry's dad was innocent the whole time. He probably, I'm sure he did, and I think he feels like, he feels as if, you know, because Barry's so selfless, like, he does everything to help everybody else, and I think he said that, right? He goes, do something for you now? Like, this is your chance to do something for yourself? I think Iris said that. Did Iris, Iris said that, yeah. yeah. She said that it's time for you to do something for yourself, and I think that's what pushed him to decide to go back. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Joe's like, mm, maybe you shouldn't. Like, he changed his tune really quick. He's like, uh... He's like, that's not what I want to hear right now. 
<laughs> did somebody in the show, I'm trying to remember this, did someone in the show tell him, I think you would look good in blue? Mm, no, I think that was, I was talking to Eddie. Was it? I, I can't remember. Think so. The reason why I was wondering, I mean, I can't, I need to go back and watch the episode again. The reason why that came to, or that caught my attention was because, doesn't Wally West return in the comic books in a blue outfit? Right. But he's, I believe he's from Earth 2 as well. I believe that's oh. Earth 2 Wally West. I'm not certain, but I think that's what it was. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, I was trying to catch all the little, all the little Easter eggs there and stuff. So and, many. I mean, and the the thing that sucks about time travel. <laughs> See, this is why I wish Paul was here because you know we've had conversations about time travel before. Yes. Yeah. Time travel gets so freaking confusing. Yeah. I mean. So a couple things. Yeah. The timeline that they're living in right now, living in right now, is not a proper timeline. No, it's because alternate universe. The reverse Flash already went back, killed Barry's mom, and altered the, the universe. Yeah. Right. Which is why okay. he lost his Speed Force power after he killed his mom, because that set up Barry not becoming the Flash in the future. Because regardless of what the reverse Flash did, Barry was going to become the Flash. He yeah. just accelerated the process. Yeah, he... And without Barry the Allen, there's no speed force. Yeah. Right. He jumped the timeline like 20 years, wasn't it? Like, he pushed the timeline forward 20 years for Barry to become right. the Flash. Exactly, because when he was talking to Barry in the beginning, when he was telling him how much he hates you, and then Barry asked him, like, when were you born? He was like 100-some-odd years from now. It was like um, 125 or something. Yeah. Uh, Barry is supposed to be, like... He's supposed to go to the future, like, 20 years from all this happening, which is why the paper said, like, 2024 or 20-something. Yeah. So <clears throat> that, that that's how the whole deal with Reverse Slash got set up. Yeah. Because of Barry. Yeah, exactly. So, like, the whole timeline is different anyway because of the acceleration of the timeline and then Barry ended up going into the past and changing everything when he say when he when he when he supposedly saved his mom which yeah which i guess has happened already which is why the future flash told him not to save her but here's what bothers me so the the the, the present or the timeline was already altered skewed when what's his face went back in time killed Barry's mom yeah. Barry goes back a day and, that, and alters the timeline again. Yeah. Because Cisco's supposed to be dead. Correct. So we have three different timelines going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so confusing about what's really happening. And now we have an entire shift at the very end when Eddie sacrifices himself since Eddie is... is great, 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 great grandfather. Of the reverse Flash. So... Because he shot himself, Ian Barthon will never be born. So then now everything that happened because of that person will never occur. So we have that well, like, it, time vortex thing. Correct. So shouldn't it have caused a paradox? That's what that thing is, Slade. Yes. That is that, what that that's is. That's the paradox. It's swallowing the whole, basically the whole universe. Okay, so is next season going to start up? With this current timeline, or do you think we're going to no go back idea. to a different timeline? I don't know. That's what's so confusing. It's like whether or not is Barry going to be able to stop 
this paradox from occurring, which means that Eddie, like, he'll have to go back, I guess, in time again to keep Eddie from killing himself? Well, they already confirmed that uh, Wells, the, the guy who plays Wells, what's his name? Caravan? Car- Kavanaugh. Caravan? Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. He is going to be a returning character for season two. Yeah. Because he's my favorite. Dude, he's amazing. So, so. when he returns for season two, is he going to be Harrison Wells or is he going to be Eobard Thawne? I think he's going to be Harrison. Like, the you real think Harrison. The real Harrison for Harrison Right, Ford. because, like, uh, after, Which tells me that it goes back to the original timeline. Yes, that's what I'm thinking as well. So, what we're saying is that everything that happened won't happen? Yep. Correct. Pretty much. What so, hell? what I'm thinking is, so what I'm thinking is next season, we're actually going to see, like, basically the world how it should have been. We're going to see Caitlin Snow as evil. Oh, that is a good point. Yeah, but then also because we'll see Barry's family will be together, like his mom won't be dead, his dad will not be in jail. Correct. But then will we wait until later so Barry won't be the Flash yet? Right. I think I think they're going to start with him not being the Flash. Okay. Unless he's already the Flash because he goes back in time. I don't know. <laughs> so this is what also is confusing as well. So because the Arrow and Flash universes are connected... They're supposed to be. They're supposed to be in the same universe taking place at exactly the same time. Correct. hundred miles away from each other. So if they go back and change everything that happened in Barry's past... Everything in Arrow will change, well, too. Yeah, because... Correct, but Guggenheim, or whatever his name is, Mark said Guggenheim. that it wouldn't affect... It would not affect the Arrow universe, which is... I think I think something's going to happen on the show where if it goes back in time, it's going to alter the Arrow universe, where Arrow actually becomes again... Arrow. The green arrow? The green arrow? Yeah, so what if what if Arrow was actually the ending to his story, and with Flash going back in time, it alters the green arrow storyline? Jesus line. Christ, Slade, that is genius. <laughs> genius. Because, like, then, because if that happens, we don't know if Barry will become a forensic... A forensic well, Barry, Barry is a forensic. Barry is a forensic scientist okay, so in is. the comic books. So okay. he always. I mean, that that part of his core character is there. But because the weird stuff wouldn't have happened, which means he wouldn't be investigating weird stuff most likely, which means he never would have gone to Starling City to investigate what was happening with um, with Slade and all of that stuff. The Mirakuru. And like, uh-huh. so he never would have met Felicity, never would have met Oliver Queen yet. So what about that half of it? And then what about, what about them, like, because they never would have been associated with Star Labs, which means that they never would have sent to have the Mirakuru Vax uh, antidote created. Like, there's so much stuff that could change. Everything is going to end. Everything is just going to open. I mean, wouldn't that, be, wouldn't that be kind of interesting if they did that for the two shows? Well, that would eliminate this whole crap season of Arrow. I mean, it would basically just erase everything that happened on Arrow. Basically everything from season two forward, like midway they through could, season two and on. They could practically erase season one. I mean, they could bring back freaking Oliver's mother and... Well, Moira died in season two, but we could... Oh, my God. They could totally, like, reset both universes. <laughs> and what if, like, if this... if this, I'm just... This is... This is just pure fan fan fiction right here. This is not even speculation. This is just me just making stuff up. So what if with 
with Flash, <laughs> I wasn't going there, but what if with Flash going back in time, he alters the universe and everything, we now get a very comedic Oliver Queen, <laughs> one that's not so dark, one that's more humorous and stuff like his comic counterpart. I, I don't know. I don't know. I would like to see a happier Oliver Queen, though. I'm tired of this dark brooding in the corner crap. I know. He's not Batman. He's not. No. But he could be. But that's probably not going to happen. No. It would be cool if, if, if this ending was actually the true ending of the Arrow and then the Flash reset the Arrow storyline. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think they're going to do it. We have the new show, Legends of Tomorrow, coming out. Yeah. And that also deals with time. Yes. But at the same time, we do see Oliver Queen in an Arrow costume talking to them. We also see Barry in the Flash costume talking to them, too. And we also see... Rory acting like the doctor traveling through time. That's right. <laughs> Arthur Darville. I'm so excited. So yes, with Flash there's a lot of time travel elements that could just you know, elements that could just screw up the entire Everything. DC T V universe. What if with Flash going back in time it brings in Constantine into the universe? Oh my god. <laughs> Now we're just, like, throwing darts at a board right now. Well, see, that's the beautiful thing about Flash, is Flash can travel through time. He could travel through different timelines, multiverses. Multiverse. I mean, (laughs) theoretically, he can go back and he can go see, you know, Clark Kent in Smallville. Uh If they wanted to include Smallville in the multiverse, he could go see freaking Supergirl. Although I think Supergirl is supposed to be in the same timeline as Flash, even though they haven't decided if they're going to cross the shows or not yet. They're going to. They're just leading us on. Oh, God. They have to cross networks, so we'll see what happens. That doesn't happen. Well, she could be because because, uh, Jimmy Olsen is black in her show. So (laughs) it could be an alternate universe. Yeah. I mean, it's Greg Berlenti for both of them, so he might want to do the cross. But can we also talk about how badass it was when Barry came flying out of the vortex and, like... Punched dist- Wells in the punched face. Punched Wells in the face and, like, destroyed that time machine that Cisco perfectly built? <laughs> in two days? Oh. Seriously. Something, so, something I do want to talk about, it wasn't in the season finale, it was in the episode before the season finale that really okay. bothered me. Yeah. Was this final showdown between Wells and The Flash. Okay. And in the last five minutes, you had to throw in Firestorm and Arrow, which came out of nowhere. Well, he did call them. Yeah. He owed him a favor. Arrow's told Barry he owed him a favor. Yes. Yes. He says, can you do me a favor? Or or, I forgot exactly what he He said. He asked him, he's like, "Can can I ask you for a favor? And he said anything. So where does that fall in with the timeline? Did Arrow just happen to leave? the Nana Parbet go to Central City, help Flash out, go back to Nana Parbet and continue on with his storyline? We're going to go thing, with yes. See, the thing is... That is just stupid. Because the Arrow and Flash episodes were written and whatever to occur side by side. And so because the network did the, like, weird mid-season, mid-season, like, break, break. thing... It threw the timelines off, like, so the episodes so, weren't together. So was that supposed to be the episode in Arrow when Arrow was actually in Starling? Yes. I feel like yes, but then at the same time, I don't know if Arrow is ahead or behind. Because remember, the episode previous to the Flash of Arrow, Arrow was getting married to Nessa. Yes, and he just <laughs> killed, killed everybody. And then Barry goes to Nanda Parbat and saves everybody. 
and brings them back to Starling City, right? And so right. the episode, But then he says he has to go back and deal with Harrison. Harrison. He has a conversation he has to deal with, with Harrison. Yes. But if you watch the Flash episodes, that already happened. Arrow comes Arrow comes fights what's his face, captures him, and then the next episode Flash deals with his, his uh starts talking with him. So I mean, I don't know, it's just weird. It's That's, so damn confusing because I don't know which show is ahead and which show is behind. I, I can't I don't answer know. that I think for the, you. I think the Flash was behind. Yeah, I, I think feel, they said the Flash was behind one episode. Yeah, that Arrow's ahead. It was so confusing. And but then if that's the case, I, so did Arrow end? Did he drive off with Felicity and then decide to go back to Central City and help out Flash real fast? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that didn't happen. So I feel like the that episode, the finale of Arrow, occurred. After he helped Barry. Well, it had to have, because he asked him for the favor to come to yeah, Nana Parbet to then, rescue. Which episode happened in parallel with the finale episode? Because the finale was two weeks ago. Which episode was that? I have no idea. Was it the one where Barry went to... Because Barry went to... Oh, my God. Went to Nanda Parbat in the Arrow finale, right? Uh-huh. Okay. And Flash was in... The episode, sorry, not Flash. Arrow was in the episode where they captured Wells, which is the episode before the finale of Flash, right? I believe so. Okay. So, oh my god. It's, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I've given up. I have to write this down. Like, I can't even, because the finales are supposed to happen at the same time, I think, is what the, what was supposed to happen. But then that doesn't make any sense. If the finales are supposed to occur at the same time, that wouldn't make any sense, right? Correct. Because then he would go from Nanda Parbat back to Charlie City to deal with Wells, even though he already did. That's what I'm saying. He was getting married, and then he flew to Star- he flew to Central City, helped Barry out, and then flew back to Nanda Parbat to finish his deal. It's, I they they I, I think they screwed up there. I don't I don't know. I give up. I have no idea. It's so freaking confusing between those two shows. Can I just watch The Flash now? I watch Arrow, but I like The Flash. Anyway. So what else? What else happened on this show? Um, uh, so the the hint of Cisco becoming Vibe. Yes, oh my God. that was so cool. Where like Wells, fake Wells, said that he always suspected that Cisco was affected by. The dark matter that came from the thing that I can't remember the name of right now. The what? The dark the, Yeah. The uh, particle, particle accelerator. Particle accelerator. But it, it, he was affected by the particle accelerator blowing up, but he wasn't really sure what it was until he was starting to remember a timeline that supposedly never happened. That's insane. I'm telling you, man. My favorite part in that whole series, though, was when Jay Garrick's helmet came out and then Reverse Flash was like, that's my cue to go. <laughs> I mean, was Harrison scared of him? Probably, yeah. I don't I don't know why, though, because Jay Garrick is not that fast. He's not as fast as Barry. Yeah, but he's powerful. And I'm pretty sure that means that Wells has dealt with Garrick before. Probably in a different timeline or yeah. in the future. Oh, I can't wait to see who they cast for that character. I don't know. Um, you know what did really make me angry, though? The one thing that made me angry in The Flash was Eddie. Like, after they rescued him. Eddie was pissing, was making me so mad. In the season finale, in the episode before and the season finale, when he was talking about how there's no way he could be with Iris, that she's destined to be with 
with Barry and that it doesn't matter what he does, the future's set in stone. Like, that whole thing was making me really angry. Why? Because I just wanted Eddie to stop being dumb. Like, I know... Being dumb? That was, I, that's all part of his development. I know that, but I wanted because him he had, to... Because he, he had everything, and then he had it ripped from him to yeah. make him feel like he was worthless. And then here comes Professor Stein... And, you know, completely turns Eddie around. You realize that the whole deal with Eddie going to Iris and talking to them about the first time they met, that was his goodbye to Iris. I know. I know. Did Professor Stein turn the whole thing around, or did he set Eddie up and put an idea in his head? That is very possible, too. Mm. I don't know. It was just making me mad when he was saying, like, I can't, it doesn't matter what I do, you'll never be with me. Like, that was really making me angry. Like, I'm glad that he you know, finally stepped up and decided that it doesn't matter what the future holds, that he can be with Iris, and then he went and shot himself, which I didn't like. <laughs> I like Eddie. Well, because he he knew that... It's the only way I know. <sighs> he needs... I don't know. He's going to come back, though. I hope so. Yeah, he, he'll be back. And he's going to be a character back. called Cobalt. Don't laugh. <laughs> don't you laugh. He's a very, he's a very intense character. Who's Cobalt Blue in the comics? Uh, he's he's a he's a Thon, but I, he, it's not Eddie Thon. It's I forgot which Thon it was. Cobalt Blue. He's very rugged and manly. He's got lots of power. Yeah, but they already set up for his character to be made. You know, with his grandma's ring, and you know the the use of the Cobalt powder on on the time machine, and yeah. Really, I didn't put all that together. You really think so? Yep. Interesting. Uh, Joseph pretty much confirmed it for me, Slade. <laughs> yeah, Joseph is kind of a uh, Flash fanatic. Uh, he's a, he's the most knowledgeable DC person. DC guy, yeah. yeah. We need to get him on one episode. <laughs> cool. He would blow us away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, what else? What else? I... My, uh, another favorite part was when Cisco was asking, uh, do, do we call him Thon or do we call him uh, Wells? Thon Wells, fake Wells. Fake Wells. When um, Ed, when Cisco asked fake Wells um, how the ring worked, yes. I was kind of laughing oh there. Oh my god, <laughs> the ring is so cool though. Like he's like, how did you fit your entire suit into that tiny that tiny ring? I was like, it's bigger on the inside. Duh. Oh. <laughs> I'm just I'm just so excited that this this show the show doesn't stray away from the. This show's not afraid to use the source material into the, into the in in its episodes, you know? Yeah. It's not afraid to have a costume come out of a ring or throw a freaking metal helmet out that looks very cheesy, you know? It's it's not afraid to do stuff like that. Um or to have like actual superheroes versus actual supervillains. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's that is one thing I enjoy about this show. Arrow tried to do it last season with the boxing glove. Oh, actually it was this season with the boxing glove Arrow. That was cool though. Um but Arrow's kind of going to the whole dark side of DC Comics where all DC superheroes are going, you know, like Superman and everybody else. Uh, but Flash, I, I mean, I just love it. They kept it lighthearted. Mm-hmm. It was serious, but it was still a fun show to watch, and they just ended it on such a powerful note, and I cannot wait for next season. Can I can I have a girl moment right now? You may have a girl Please, moment Because right I now. really love that Caitlin and Ronnie got married. Me too. It was beautiful. I'm so happy. You know what I loved about that whole scene? Uh, the way that Stein and Ronnie played off each other, because, you know, they have that mental connection. 
Yeah. And Stein was like, let's not let's not argue on our wedding day. Yes. <laughs> and and uh, Ronnie was like, stop telling me what to do. I mean, it, was just, so it reminded cute. me of that character from the comics. They're so cute. I was so happy that that happened. Very now, happy. Let me ask you this. Are we going to see Ronnie in Legends of Tomorrow? Because whenever you see Firestorm, don't you don't know. see the character. Well, because we we have a theory. Because they've already introduced... There's been many variations of Firestorm involving Professor Stein. The, mm-hmm. the original was Ronnie, uh, and the second one was... Uh, they've already introduced him in the series. I, I told, His name, like, completely escapes me right now. But our theory is that between here and whatever happens on Legends, Ronnie may die, and that's what's going to push Caitlyn to become Killer Frost. I don't want Ronnie to die. I don't want Caitlyn to become Killer Frost. I don't want her to... I want her to be good. Or it's a different timeline. That, too. Yeah, that, that too. too. There's too many timelines. For real. Right. I think we might have talked the Flash finale to death at this point. Oh, we can it, keep going. It was going. just the better of the we show. We could. We could. It was just so good. It it ended on such a high note and left us wanting more. Yeah, I mean, out of all the shows, it was probably the best. It was so good. Agreed. I mean, we could we, we could talk to season finale of... Uh, of Daredevil. <laughs> that doesn't really count, because Daredevil's pretty much one long movie. Yeah. Oh, Daredevil's so amazing. It was really good. But I mean, I really wanted to talk about Once Upon a Time and Supernatural, but neither one of you guys watched any of those. Well, let's hear about it. Yeah, tell us. Convince me to watch those shows. Okay. <laughs> so, um, on Once Upon a Time, they had a two-hour season finale this season, and they basically through the whole universe for a loop. So um, a few episodes into, because with Once Upon a Time, they do arcs for their season half. So the first half of the season before the mid-season finale is one arc, and then the second half is a different arc, so it's a different storyline that plays off of the first one. The second half of the season was about the author, and... Because they have that book, the Once Upon a Time book, that basically tells all of the storylines, Snow White, Robin Hood, Rumpelstiltskin, Cinderella, everything. That's the book that the boy has, right? Yes. So the second half of the season was talking about the author, that the whole goal was to um, Regina, who is the evil queen. Um, she wants to get her happy ending because villains don't get happy endings. So, So they were looking for the author so that he could write her a happy ending. That's what she wanted. And they ended up finding the author. He was trapped actually inside the book. He was trapped into the book by the sorcerer's apprentice, and they released him. And the author is not a good person. (laughs) He started writing his own story. So the author's job is to record everything that happens, not to alter the timelines or alter the storylines at all. And this author decided that he wanted to start writing his own stories and change things. And that's why he got trapped into the book. So in the season finale, what happened was they, it was called heroes and villains. So all the villains became heroes and all the heroes became villains. They completely flipped the entire storyline. So uh, Regina, who's the evil queen, becomes Snow White's role, and Snow White becomes the evil queen. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> basically, 
um, the author rewrites this entire story to save Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin is the one person who ties together all of the storylines. He's the one person who's jumped between all the different storylines and changed things. So Rumpelstiltskin, he's also called the Dark One. So he has magical powers that can change anything. If you know the story of Rumpelstiltskin, like he can grant you a wish for a um, for something in return. And usually your firstborn child. Yeah, yeah. And so Rumpelstiltskin is his heart is turning black from all of the bad things that he's done. So in order to save him, uh, they rewrite the whole. The author rewrites the whole story and makes Rumpelstiltskin a hero. He becomes this like knight in shining armor. Um, he's the troll slayer. That's what he's the troll slayer. The troll slayer. So like he saves everybody all the time, <laughs> and um, the author also also wrote himself a happy ending, which made him become. He's no longer the author. If you alter your own storyline as the author, you are no longer the author. So now we have this book that's been written that all the storylines are different, but nobody to fix it. So so that's how it ended? No, it didn't. That's just like the beginning of it. Oh. <laughs> so much stuff happened. Um, so Henry, who is who was born in our world, like in not from the Enchanted Forest, which is the boy. Which is the boy. He doesn't go... When they write... When he writes the new story, everybody gets sucked back into the Enchanted Forest except for Henry because he's not from there. So he sets out to try to find the author and when he does find him, he finds the the new book, the Heroes and Villains book and uses a key that he has, the key that released the author from the, from the book to suck both him and the guy back into the book to try to save everybody. Do you want me to keep talking about this or is it like too much? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I'm looking up stuff about the show as you're talking. Okay. So, um, they get sucked into the book and now Henry's job is to try to save everybody to try to fix this new storyline that the author has created. So, um, Henry is able to get away from, he ends up getting saved by Rumpel, which is really ridiculous. Um, no, what's ridiculous was you actually used his name, Rumpel. That's what they call him. They call him Rumpel, okay? <laughs> Rumpel's so <scared. laughs> So Henry gets away and ends up finding Regina, um, who is now basically Snow White's role. So she's like a thief, and, you know, she's off running away from the, from the queen, trying to save herself. And she tries... Henry's trying to convince her that she's his adoptive mother, but she doesn't believe anything that he's telling her. Um, but Henry does hear a story about a person that's supposedly called the savior, but she's locked in a tower somewhere, which is Emma, who's actually Henry's mom. Uh, Emma Swan is the daughter of Snow White and Prince Charming. She's the savior. And so Henry sets out to try to save her and ends up finding, he finds Captain Hook, who... Like, if you guys know anything about Captain Hook, his storyline's a little bit different in this show. He's kind of a good guy. Yeah, he is. He becomes a hero, but in this new story, he's a coward. So, like, he basically switches Captain Hook's storyline with Rumpelstiltskin. Because Rumpelstiltskin was supposed to be this big coward who always ran away from a fight, and that's why he became the Dark One, was so that he wouldn't be a coward anymore. He would have magic, but he was always deep down a coward. So now Hook is this coward, and he works on his own ship, the Jolly Roger, 
but the Jolly Rogers captain is actually Blackbeard. And Henry helps Captain Hook um, defeat Blackbeard, and they steal his ship to go off to the tower to rescue Emma. And Emma actually has all of her memories, but she's powerless to do anything about it. So when Henry gets there, he saves his mom. And together they get away from, her name is Lily. She's actually the daughter of Maleficent. So she can turn into a freaking dragon. So they're like. That would be a cool power. Yeah. So they're on this ship, like trying to get away from Lily. And she turns into a dragon, which is amazing. And they shoot her out of the sky. <laughs> Thankfully. Um, what else happened? So much happened. Now this show, this show actually like has like, I don't know, a whole bunch of characters in it from the, the from the different stories. Like, it yeah. mixes, like, Mulan. It and does. It, it really involves, um, Once Upon a Time involves so many, any type of fairy tale storyline they can introduce. So, they so they're trying to say all these storylines are connected? Yes. Like, they're saying that all in some way, shape, or form, they're all connected. And Rumpelstiltskin is your person that sort of connects all the storylines. Between... Now, is it, is it true that Dorian Gray is in the movie? Is he in the book? In the show? I'm in the show. I don't think so. Was he? He could have been. Played Sheriff Graham Hunter. Oh, yes. Or Humbert. Yes, um, Jamie Dornan. Oh, you yeah, meant Christian Gray. Oh, the, Christian the, Gray. Sorry, the sorry. Fifty Fifty Shades of Gray. Yeah, he played the Huntsman. He was the sheriff in season one. Uh, yeah, Jamie Dornan was in it, and then Gil McKinney was in it. He was. He's in Supernatural. He plays Henry Winchester. He plays Prince Eric in Once Upon a Time. Like they have Ariel. Uh, they have The Little Mermaid, they have Sleeping Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella, Robin Hood and His Merry Men, they have um, Alice in Wonderland. Is Robin Hood a Disney story? Yeah. Do you not remember the Robin Hood animated movie? With the fox. No, I, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. So Robin... Is he supposed to be a fox? No, no, no. Robin Hood is amazing. He's one of my favorite characters, actually. Um, so he's a fox. Yeah, but... I don't know. There was so much that happened. <laughs> So like in the season finale, but you know what was re- what's really important that happened in this show is that we found out who the sorcerer is, and it's Merlin. So next season, we're gonna be on we're the hunt. Be introduced to King Arthur. Yeah, well, we've already been, the round table. we've already been introduced to Excalibur. Dude, sword and a stone. Yes, that's gonna become a storyline. I think next season is King Arthur, sword and a stone, because we already met Lancelot. Lancelot was in an episode. So we've met Lancelot. We've met, um, oh, my God. There's been so many different stories. But, I mean, in the season finale, they were able to, they did so much. Like, they changed the storyline, and then they changed it back to the way that it was. But then um, at the end, they pulled the, because the Sorcerer's Apprentice was trapped inside of the Sorcerer's hat, like the Mickey hat, the Sorcerer Mickey hat. Uh-huh. Um, and they were able to save him from the hat, and then he used the hat to pull the uh, the dark one. They call it the darkness. Pull the darkness from Rumpelstiltskin to save his life, but the hat couldn't contain the darkness, so it escaped and was basically trying to kill all of, consume any magic that was in Storybrooke. And in order to stop that from happening, the sorcerer had trapped the darkness into a person and so that it could be controlled by the dagger because anybody who holds on to the dark one's dagger can control him. So in order to save everybody, Emma steps into the darkness and takes it 
into herself and her name appears on the dagger and she disappears. So now Emma's gone. That was at the end of the episode. So the only way to find her is to find the sorcerer with Merlin. So next season they're going to be looking for Emma and the sorcerer. Sounds like there's so much in that show. Yeah, if like, you don't watch it from the beginning, it's confusing. You have, you have no idea. Yeah, it's a good show, though. Like, it's really, really good. There's some um, storylines that are kind of, like, are too long. Like, the, the Peter Pan Neverland arc was kind of long. Way too long. Yeah, and they just did the first half of the season of season four was Frozen. They did a Frozen arc, and no. then they the Frozen arc was really good. I didn't like the Wizard of Oz arc that much. It ended too quick. Yeah, that was the arc. That was uh, the end of the second half of season three. But that's how, like, season three, was it two or three, how we met Captain Hook? I don't, I don't remember. But No, we met Hook in season two. Two, yeah. And then he carried on through two and then through the whole thing. Yep. Um, and also, they made some Walt Disney references this season, which were really great. They're little Easter eggs to Walt Disney. Because um, August, who do you remember? Did you watch? You watched some of the show, right, Vince? All right. So you know who August is, right? He's Pinocchio. Yeah. Yeah. So August comes back in this season. Did he come back? Yes. Yes, they brought him back because he's the only because he was able to alter the book. Really? And yeah, they asked him about like, does he know who the author is? Wait, and, how did they, how did they bring him back? Um, he was a little boy. Yeah, I remember that. But how did they make him? You know, older the August. Um. Rumble still can use the spell. Really? Yeah, to bring him to turn him into a real boy and a big kid again. A real boy. I'm yeah. a real I want to be a real boy. So August said that the author isn't a person; it's a it's a a position, like it's something that's passed on from person to person. And he said a different famous author's name, and he's like to a man named Walt. That was the first one. And then in the season finale, we got background on the author where they went back to, they showed a flashback of, in, back in 1966 and, uh, the sorcerer's apprentice was out looking for a new author and he came across the guy who would become the author. And he said, we're searching for somebody to, uh, tell our stories because our author just recently passed away and Walt Disney died in 1966. So it was really like, yeah, it was emotional. But if you haven't wa- watched the show, it's definitely something you should watch. <laughs> Does anybody have anything else they want to say? <laughs> nope. Nope. Okay, well, that wraps up this episode of Temple of Geek Podcast. I want to thank Daniel and Vince for joining me on this episode's dis- discussion. Stay tuned to templeofgeek.com for the next all-new episode. And as always, thanks for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit the TempleofGeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.